Welcome back to the Strictly Footy Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Wrapping up trials week two and heading in to round zero, as they call it, in Vegas. The teamless has dropped today, uh, but we have a round of footy to wrap up before we jump into those. But before we do all of that and we get too excited, welcome, Jared. How are we going, bro? I'm doing good. Uh, I haven't looked at the teamless yet, so I'm, I'm keen to get in. Keen, keen to get into those, I'm, especially I'm with Manly playing. Yeah. Yes. Um, have you checked them out already before we get into it? Hey. Have you checked out the teams already or are you losing nah, a surprise? Okay. All right. Um, just a few quick uh, disclaimers before we start. Um, if I don't sound good, um, I feel horrible, but, you know, we've got to push through for Vegas and that. Um, and if the audio sounds a bit different to usual, we're going off soon. Um, anything else before we get stuck into it? Nah. Absolutely not. Let's get into it. All right, it. let's get into it. The first game was the first Friday game. The Roosters defeat the South Sydney Rabbitohs 46-10. to 10. Um, Not much to really take out of this game. There really wasn't any first graders playing at all um, as they all made the trip over to Vegas. Um, but it was an entertaining game. The Roosters put on quite a score. And, yeah, it was a bit concerning for South because I thought we both, we both tipped Brayden Burns surname plus. Yeah, Uh Look, this is arguably not even South's depth team. You can't read too much into it. Uh, the Roosters as well, not many, uh, well, zero first graders playing. Uh, I thought Gromek was good at the back Yeah, he there. was great. Yeah, and Celeste uh, Fichetti too at yeah, 13 and was a machine. And I thought Tyler uh, Moriarty was pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. Line. I thought the Roosters, the Roosters pack was quite solid. Um, yep. Gromek as well. I thought um, for South, there was a few nice little forwards who were playing too. Um, Hala Lilo, I believe his name was pronounced. He had a quite a yep. solid game. Um, Matt French finished with a try. Um, and Cade Maloney was the other one that I was after. There's some pretty solid showings. I don't think many of these players will feature um, in the regular season. Maybe Xavier Vaa or Dylan Napa potentially, but... Apart from uh, that, I think I, a long I, shot. Yeah, I think most of them are um, cut players. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Ketty, like, like we said, not not much to take from this game. Yeah. For Keddie, though, 224 metres, four tackle breaks, two line breaks, a try. He smashed oh, it. Beast. He killed it. Yeah, he Put killed it. a ton it. of big shots on, too. Yeah. But um, there's really not much to talk about here. Just this is like, what do they call it? The CBAs. It could be anything games. This is like it yep. could be anything games. There's not much to um, take out of it, really. Uh, just, yeah, just kind of, obviously, they couldn't field any of the teams because they're all in Vegas. So maybe that's something the NRL tries to accommodate for next year. Maybe we hold trials a week earlier so we can get a proper look at all these teams before they do start. Uh, we'll start yep. traveling to wherever they got to go to. But, yeah, really not much to take from here. I think it was just really more of an exhibition game. Than anything, I was a bit disappointed in Braden Burns, though. Um, didn't even score a try. I thought, like, I don't think he's a fullback, mate. I, 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 I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care, mate. Yeah, try assist 151 meters, seven tackle breaks. Not too bad. Mm. Yeah, right. I'll give you not two. the I'll thousand plus we, we were after. Yeah, that. well, I thought he was going to score about 10 tries, so I guess yep. I was wrong. Right, eh? All right. Let's get into the second uh, game of the doubleheader, Sharks versus Bulldogs. 
both of these guys playing a relatively full strength team. What do you make of this one? Um, actually, not that much either. To be fair, I'll be I think honest, I was were, disappointed with both sides. Both sides look horrible, but I I, I take more out of it. Um, for the Bulldogs, don't do the Sharks. Yep, me too. Um, yeah, no, Nico obviously left them a little bit disorganized. Um, which I think you can live with that. You've got no seven there to organize your team. I, I did thought think they'd Trib- bring Puru in. Yeah, Atkinson. well, who they bring in, Atkinson. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't really a... surprise me. That doesn't really surprise me. Um, yeah, I don't know. T- to me, the Sharks, they look very disorganized without Nico. I thought that was a bit on Trindle too. I thought he could have done a bit better um, yep. in terms of organizing the team and getting them around the park. But, um, yeah, I guess they just look the same old, didn't they? Same old, same old. Yep. Sharks. Not... Not that he's done enough to get into the team, but Kale Iro played a much better game. Yes. Nine runs, 114 meters, five mm-hmm. tackle breaks. Did pretty good in the end, I think. Yeah. But nah, uh yeah. Well look, I don't think he's done enough to get that center spot, unfortunately. The the eighty minutes he did have to prove something and he didn't do much. Um but Craig Fitzgibbons would seriously be looking at switching some stuff up, man, like I don't yeah. know. It just looks stale. It looks stale. I thought Wilton was great coming back off his injury. Um, he looked pretty fit for someone that's just done ACL rehab. So he did have quite an extended period of time off. But, yeah, I mean, I guess if if I was the Sharks coach, I'd, I'd definitely be locking McInnes in. I thought he was great in the middle. It was really, really solid in the middle. Um, yeah, I thought Royce Hunt that. was great as well. Yeah. About, about that, Uh Reports are McInnes has been training more at nine than 13. Awesome. Love that. So Thank it looks you. like he's so, going to give him Braley a spell. So Fitzgibbon... The, all right. Well, well, here's a question then. Does, is Fitzgibbon's job on the line? Nah. I reckon they'll give him one year with AFB to, to make an impression. So. If this year doesn't go well. I reckon even if they don't make the eight, I reckon he used to be there. Mate, I don't know. My eight's completely changed. These guys don't do it for me anymore, this team. It's just the same team every single year. Yep, and everyone else is improving. And everyone else is getting better. Exactly right. So, I mean, obviously, we're going to do our predictions uh, probably in the next pod, aren't we? We're going to start doing our season predictions and that. So, yeah. It's, uh, It's getting a bit stale from the old Sharkies, so... I don't know. I don't know. Some things that I've seen from these teams on the weekend, and then I compare them to what I saw from the Sharks, even though I said I don't read too much into it because I know Nico, of course, but it didn't impress me at all, the uh, Sharks. All right. On to the Bulldogs. Now, by all reports, this was a full-strength side. Mm. Not good signs. Not good signs. They were horrible. uh, Crichton only played 20 minutes, I guess. Yeah. Read into that what you will. Apparently, he had a bit of a uh, quad niggle. Um, Taff at the back, I'm still not convinced. I'd be looking to put Tracy there, if I'm being honest. Tracy is ready to go for round one, but it seems yep. like he will miss selection. Um, the plan was actually to have Stephen Crichton at fullback. Right. Over the off season, he was training at fullback and uh, 
yeah, like, like I said, he's had problems with his quad and um, they decided to go against it. Look, bro, I mean, I think most of us were calling for Crichton to be fullback. It's like they're not going to make the top eight this year anyway, so you may as well yep. give it a crack. If it doesn't work, then you still got uh, Papali, you still got Tracy and Taff all sitting there, you know, waiting to come in. Um, but, yeah, I think it kind of proved on the weekend that Taff isn't really that guy um, because, I mean, I guess the, the week before against Melbourne, you could have made the point that this is really not the Bulldogs' first team. But this week was his chance to prove that, and I, I didn't. I, he definitely didn't do himself any favours. Four errors, no. three that were kind of back-to-back-to-back. Back back. Um, just very clunky in attack. You know, a lot of the times, like I said last week, he wasn't able to polish off plays. Um and yeah, his kick returns are a little bit weak. I just, I don't think he's the right fit. And and Neither. I've spoken about this a couple times that I think he's more of a six. I said if he I would go so to too. another club, I, I would sign him as a half. He's just not big enough for a current day fullback. And I think that's kind of showing at the moment. I know he had a good run with South Sydney, but he also wasn't being relied on as the main man as much. Yep. 100% agree with you there. Um, I want to get your thoughts. Really got, oh, yeah, Here's another yeah. question. Yeah. How long do they persist with Burton at six? Forever. Forever. Do you think he can be a long-term six? It's trials, bro. It's trials. I Maybe know, I might change my like... opinion during the year, but it's okay. trials. All right. It's trials. I think, um, obviously, yeah. on this Bulldog side, he has to play six, but... Yeah. I, you I think don't for know the better of his can... career, he's a center? Yeah. Look, to be honest, I don't buy too much into that because... He played center for a dynasty team and an origin team. Just watching him at six, so, even last year, and the year before that, I just, I'm not convinced. I don't know, bro. I think it's a bit too early to, All right. to say you're not convinced. Cool. I think his halves partner has changed every single year. Um, yeah, he started with Flano, then last year it was, you know, a mix of people, and then this year it's going to be Hacho, so... And and obviously he changed coaches uh, from the first year to the second year at the Dogs too. Yep. So I think we just got to give him some time to adjust to a new structure. They all obviously had kick out in and out of the lineup last year. Cherry apparently looks like he's going to line up on the uh, left edge after what we saw on the weekend. So uh, that right edge. Uh, he switched to left edge though. I would have had and him on the left yeah, edge when Critter when Critter went off. I know, but I'm saying I would have. Well, uh, okay. I rephrase what I said. I think he should be on the left. Okay. But apparently he'll be on the right, which is I how agree. they lined up. I agree. Okay, with you. Sorry, forgive me for my illness. But um, yeah, no, I I think Cherry looked way better on the left. That he's been a left center for most of his career, I believe. He had a couple games on the right wing and the right centers for the Sharks, so he can kind of play anywhere. But I remember listening to a podcast on the off season, and he was saying like, I reckon me and Fox could make a hectic left edge. So to me, I'd be looking into that idea, knowing that Crichton okay. can play either side um but yeah um i think you just got hit burton time i wouldn't really be making any judgments yet given that it's trials yep fair call um yeah overall i think just very clunky for both sides not great signs early on sharks i guess you can cut them a little bit of slack because they did have nico out but yeah outside of that i thought it was a bit of a bludger of a game to be honest it was very it was a big bludger um now for the for the Bulldogs, I think a big concern for a lot of people also was Curran's limited minutes and the fact that Man played so much lock. Um, I don't think that'll stand true. 
I think Curran will start. I doubt he comes off the bench. And I think the same for Sam Hughes. Apparently, uh, Gus Gould confirmed they were both carrying a virus, which ruled yep. them out um, after about 20 minutes of action. So they just wanted to get a couple of Ks under their legs. But yeah, I think they'll both start come round one. Um, I don't think there's any concerns there as to where their place in the team is. I think more of the concern is just if man will share those 13 minutes, which I, it doesn't make sense to me to have three 13s in your, in your side. The only the drama with that is I don't see why he'd be the 14 if he's only playing nine. Well, he's that. Well, his job as a 14 is to come in, give Marnie a rest and then to fill in wherever he needs to. If someone goes down injured. Yeah. Okay. That's so you what he it looks like to me. That, what fifteen minutes a game? Yeah, I don't think he plays that yeah. long. Even at Newcastle, like under Cro- he was playing behind Crossland, and he was only playing what twenty minutes a yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. And he wasn't really coming in as a link man most of the time. I saw him come on. And it was at uh, yeah. uh, nine. I I would I would have it just minute sharing between Curran and uh, Salmon. Um, maybe yeah, maybe agree, shifting yeah. Curran to an edge for a bit throughout the game if you want to bring Kikau off or something like that. So, give, so it's just yeah. so then it's not 40-40 between Curran and Salmon and they just don't eat into each other's minutes. But I would rather put Salmon in the back row, I think, if I were to take Kikau off. Okay, fair call. And just give Curran a stint or something like that. You can manage it however you want. But to me, I would want Curran to play as much 13 as possible. Yep. I thought Salmon cool. did look great um, with some of his touches and the way he was kind of moving the ball around. But yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 really sold on Curran this year though. I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna have a really big year. The way he was playing on the weekend, he was outstanding. Yep, good call. All right, shall we move on? Let's move on. Melbourne Let's... versus Newcastle from Fiji. Yes, sir. Hmm. Interesting. Not good signs for the Knights at all, in my opinion. No. Uh, for forty minutes of the game, played their second team. Yeah. Um, still managed to win twenty-eight to ten. Bit of a blowout. Uh, mm. I think the scoreline could have been more, to be honest. Yeah, I think Melbourne took their uh, foot off the gas a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to see a lot more from Newcastle. Mate, they were very bad, very bad. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like the way Newcastle played was almost like how the Tigers played against the Dragons, and obviously we'll get to that game in a minute, but. Their, their first try came from a Kalen Ponga break, uh, full, a bit of fullback brilliance, and it was just struggle street. They couldn't defend anything. Everything was so easy for Melbourne. Um, like Ellie Katoa just got put through one of the biggest holes I've ever seen. Um, Kai Pierce-Paul, I think he, he had one pretty bad read where they went straight up the guts. That was Pezzard, I believe. Um, yep. There was just so many, like, just there's no urgency from the Knights. It almost felt like it was very clunky. They were just all over the shop. I think there was probably one standout on that whole Newcastle Knights team. Yeah. And I reckon it was the one player they didn't want to be a standout. I reckon Cogger. I thought he was okay. I don't think anyone really stood out. I thought he was really good when he came on. I thought, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I thought Hastings was was okay. I thought Gamble was very quiet. He threw a few passes to the deck and 
had a couple errors and everything just looked out of time, to be honest. And I think I texted you during the game when I said, like, Gagai does not trust Twala. He's not giving him anything. Yeah, that was last evident. year, last year, the amount of times Gagai made that extra pass to Dom Young or made that offload to Dom Young was countless. He was always doing it, and hence why Dom Young scored so many tries. But so many times in a, with attacking ball, he was just taking it himself. He wasn't giving any ball to Twala. So obviously yep. he either doesn't feel comfortable enough next to Tuala or he just doesn't trust him or he doesn't have enough chemistry with him. Obviously Tuala is a very different player to Dom Young, but I think that's still very concerning for this team. Still very concerning. Yeah, I agree that just overall, I just it looked flat, looked out of time, poor mm, reads on defense. Why? I know it's a trial match. I know it's a trial match, but that 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 left a bad taste in my mouth for Newcastle. I couldn't believe what I was watching. They were horrible. Their forwards were not doing anything. The Saifidi boys made countless errors. Um, I thought their their play around the ruck was very slow. Um, I thought, yeah, I just thought there was nothing going on. Marju was super quiet. Bradman Best's only real moment was when he scored that try, which was off, as I said, Caelan Ponga just cutting through the line and being brilliant. But they didn't really do anything. They didn't really do anything. Yeah. Like Tuala's, Tuala's, Tuala's try was well worked. I'll give him credit for that. It was well worth move, but like every team's going to score a try like that every round pretty much. Like yep. it's... I didn't see anything that stood out to me to say the Knights can go back into the A this year. Yeah, uh, and that's exactly that's exactly what I was thinking as well. I've been saying it with the Knights and the Warriors for a while now. Can they back up what they did last year? Mm. And uh, it's it's not looking good for the Knights at the moment. No, it's just really, really weird. Like, just the way they came out was just really sluggish, really... Um, Unenergized, you could say, disorganized. Um, yeah, they just they really didn't look good. They didn't excite me at all. Last year, their football was so exciting. Um, it was tries galore, attack galore. Their defense was so good at the end of last year. And like, I don't know, maybe Melbourne was just amazing, but to me, Melbourne didn't look all that good either. Like, I think Melbourne, Melbourne were if, without Munster as well. No, no, yeah, I'm just, I'm. Uh, I rephrase all that good as in saying, like, I didn't think that was a yeah, no, play. Yeah. Um, like, I didn't think they were, I didn't think they were be playing like world beaters. I thought they were just playing like a, like your average good footy side. Um, your average finals team, you could say. But yeah, Newcastle were just horrible. They couldn't hold the ball. Like, every time they tried to shift to the edges, like I said, the ball just went to ground. Like, how many times did you see that last year? And they're not, that's yeah. not just trying stuff. Like, all those players have been there for quite a while now. Yep. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I thought, I did think Pierce Paul had some solid moments. Lucas was a little bit quiet. So, I don't know how they're going to, like, I think Adam O'Brien would have hoped that one of them just blew the other off the park. Uh, it kind of made happened. it easier I thought to Pierce select Paul that. probably won that battle, but I think mm. Lucas gets to start still. Yeah, I would. I would probably agree with you. But yeah, not nothing encouraging from the Knights, and that's a bit scary because I think uh, even against the Sharks, like they tore up, but there wasn't really anyone that was 
cooking. You know, Ponga didn't play. The Sharks are running out with their B-grade, C-grade side. So, I don't know, man. I think the Knights have got to fix themselves up a little bit before we get into a round one. Yep, me too. All right, on to the Melbourne Storm. Mm. What stood out for you? For me, it was Jonah Peasant and Harry Grant. Harry Grant was great. Um, after we've been slandering him all off season, I thought he was great. Uh, oh, mate, it's ha- not. It's not about the slander. It's just that I think Abby Corris is close to him. Yeah, that's the only difference. Yeah, no, but, I get yeah. it. Um, Peasant, 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 Peasant. He is. Um, he's some player. He's yeah, some player. I, I thought it was a real, real bounce back week as well. I thought he's quite disappointing. Uh, last week against the Dogs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with everyone else back in the team, I thought he he looks back back at home. Yeah, I thought he was amazing. Um, Hughes as well threw a beautiful ball to Ellie Katoa for that first try. Um, that their combination just keeps getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I thought they were outstanding. I thought Remus Smith really, again, failed to do anything. I thought Meany was active, but he was a bit quiet in terms of the stats. Uh, Warbrick, I think, had a shocker, which you'd happy he's, you're happy he's getting that out in trials because if he shows that up against Penrith in round one, then then we're looking too good. Yep. But, yeah, I thought uh, their forwards were pretty good as well. I thought they were all Yeah, Kama Kameka, 16 runs, 171 metres. Mm. One missed tackle, 20 made. Pretty good f- mm. from him. Yeah, beautiful. I uh, thought Loyero looked all right at lock. Yeah, very Didn't solid. Very solid. Uh, Welch off the bench, I thought, did a good job. Same as Joe Chan. Yep. Yeah, Joe so, Chan was great. He was great, actually. I'd, I'd probably be penciling him in for a bench spot. Probably, I'd probably run that same bench that they had for round one. Maybe not with uh, Powell, but... I think Bloor comes in. Yeah, I think Bloor over Powell, but maybe that's it. Like, I think Wishart's pretty good to keep on there. Yeah, I think, maybe that's... I think Wishart's going to get the 14 jersey. Uh, I was listening to, I think it was Nelson before the game, and he said Harry yeah. Grant uh, is an 80-minute hooker. So, I think Garlic's probably going to miss out. Yeah, right. Well, that's a bit confusing then. So, maybe, maybe Bloor... Well, we've got to think Nelson's still got to fit back into this team. Like, I maybe forgot. they just go a four-four bench. Well, maybe they just go Bloor and Nelson. Kane, Kane Bradley there at second row can play wing and center. So I guess if yeah. there's a backline injury, you shift Kane Bradley out there. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't really get involved much, but they didn't give him much ball. So yeah, like so maybe you run a four-four bench. No, we should. Yeah. Maybe, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. You're running, you're definitely running a huge risk, but I, I think you're right with Bradley's versatility. They can probably work something out. Like even if a monster or something goes down, you could probably throw Manny into the halves and then put Bradley in yep. centers or something. Yeah. So I think there's definitely options around it. Longo didn't even feature in these trials. So maybe he's carrying an injury or something. Yeah. Not sure. But, not sure about Farlongo. Yeah. He's it's a bit just... weird. The the hype's died down. I don't know what's happened. Yeah, I know it's kind of just zapped. But um, yeah, I'm 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 pretty keen to see how Melbourne run out round one because I think um four four bench is definitely a huge pos- uh, possibility. Yeah, I I'm still expecting it to be garlic or wish up, but like 
looking at this, I'd almost go a full forward bench. Well, I think you got to have Bloor in there, don't you? Like, he yeah. just got to. He's too good to leave out. And I know that he's been injured and up and down and whatnot for the last couple of years. But yeah, right. Me, he's an injury. Way, just put someone he's else way in. Way too good to leave out. Way too good yeah. to leave out. The other option is, I guess you go Haworth over like a Chan. Yeah. I would keep, I'd give Chan that spot. And we know Bellamy's willing to just give it to those who deserve it. So yep. I'd be I'd be giving it to Chan for sure. For sure. All right. Are you happy to move on from that game? Very happy to move on, mate. All right. New Zealand Warriors versus the Dolphins in Auckland. The Warriors won this one 34 to 22. I think the scoreline flatters the Dolphins a little bit here. Yeah, for sure. I think the Warriors, the Warriors were very were dominant. Very dominant. Yeah. Um, I was initially leaving them out of my eight, but now I'm even considering putting them in the four. Like they just I had them I had good. them eighth as a kind of can they back it up yeah. kind of move, but oh my god. They uh, look pretty good. Yeah. They look pretty good. I think we got a bit more <laughs> worried about they look we kinda were, good. We were saying like knights fifth, knights sixth, warriors eighth or ninth. Like I think we gotta start looking the knights are gonna be a bit lower than we think. And I think the I had the Knights out of my eight anyway. Jump way up. Oh, I had the Knights in my eight. Okay. I uh, I thought if anyone was more likely, it would be the Warriors of those two, yeah. just because they got better. I think with their yeah. signings. Uh-huh. Um, look, Talpiki at the back. I I think I still prefer Roger, but I I don't mind the move to keep Roger in the centers. Well, well you got to think about this, right? Would you rather put Pompey in for a game with Roger at one or keep Roger in the centers for a game and put Talpiki at one? If I'm trying to win the one game where Chance is out, I'm probably I, going I'd Roger. Go yeah, I'm probably RTS going Roger. Back. And I think uh, Leah Tower, is it, is probably ahead of Pompey now. Ali, yeah. he's He actually played very he's well. He's so good. Defensively, he's a monster too. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say he's ahead of Pompey. Yeah, I'd say you're probably right. So you're probably looking I just at... Think- Leah Tao and Berry and then RTS at the back. I think the plan is, though, is to, um, especially for the first few games, just to see if Tuapiki kind of explodes. Yeah. Like, that that would be the move. So, you're giving him a chance to... Oh, would, that, would that really help them, though? What does that help them with? I would rather see Leah Tao or someone explode because then at least Rocco Berry is kind of expendable. Yeah, because Chance is not getting dropped. Yeah, that's like, a fair call. Chance is not getting dropped. Roger's not getting dropped. So, if Tao Picky explodes, he's not going to go on the wing or in the centers or anything. He's just going to go back to cup. Whereas if yeah, yeah. Leah Tao explodes, you're like, okay, well, we could probably shift him in over Rocco Berry or figure something Rocco out was like good that as well. Yeah, I, I'm not saying by any means that Rocco Berry isn't a yep. good player. I think he'll be there for the whole season but i'm just saying like i think you would rather try someone like leah tau than tau picky just because rocco berry is probably a little bit more expendable than charles Dickel clogstead yeah no no that's fair uh lukey metcalf here i thought he was very good as well ha 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 my little pod play mate yeah he's looking good he's looking very good he's put on some put on a bit of size actually he looked much yeah, bigger definitely. than he did last year. Um, Mitch Barnett, that's the big one, in my opinion. I thought well, he was their, outstanding. Their whole pack was just nuts. I think Jackson Ford might have a little bit of a second-year syndrome, probably come down a little bit 
come back to earth a little bit um, as we saw at the end of last year. But I thought Capo you know had so much experience. Yeah, uh, I really liked Nair through the middle as Mate, well. Mate, but, but that's the thing. Like, I think we kind of touched on that last year. And forgive me if we didn't do it on the pod. But I think we were kind of talking about, like, Nair Corey. We definitely spoke about it in the preseason. Like, how good he was at para coming off the bench, coming in the middle. Yeah. And kind of filling in the gaps wherever they needed it. And mate, how good was his energy off the bench? Yeah. How yeah, good exactly. was his energy off the bench? Um, I thought Jazz Tavago was probably a bit underwhelming, but he hasn't played in, in quite a while. So yeah. I'm going to let that one slide. So uh, Dylan think... Walker got a bit of run too. He's, which he's we were he'll a bit be the 14th. I'm yeah. sure he'll be the 14th. I highly doubt he's not. I wouldn't change anything about that. 14 runs, 112 meters. He came on as a, he played lock. Yeah. He came on as a middle forward. So, yeah. And I don't understand why you would carry Lusik and Tavanga. Like, because Tavanga can play a bit of nine if needed. I think, like, he's gone back and forth between nine and kind of the middle for his whole career. Same as really Dylan Walker's gone from center to six, played a bit of nine, played a bit of middle. Like, I would just be carrying Walker and Tavanga. I don't really think you need a specialist nine on that bench where you've got two guys who can kind of pick up the slack if they need to. Yep. Agreed. Uh, for the Dolphins, uh, it's not panic stations, but... No. I mean, not, it wasn't it's not panic a stations great at trial. All. No, I thought the halves were a bit lackluster. Um, didn't really get the side around the park. Sean O'Sullivan had a couple of uh, poor moments. I mean, yep. I don't read. I don't think he'll be poor for the whole season. I think it was probably just a bit of an off game. I yep. don't think you can start Nicarima in the halves. I think I'd definitely be looking to Katoa um, yep. at the start of the year and bringing Nicarima off the bench. I just think him and O'Sullivan as a halves pairing is just way too small. Um, yep. And teams are going to pick on that a lot during the year. Um, mm-hmm. I do think Avarillo was good. So maybe he's kind of played himself back into the spot. But again... Like look, he wasn't he wasn't that good to where you go he's in he's in it's just like he's back into contention look, maybe Tessie a little bit. great. Don't get me wrong, but the whole thing with the Dolphins was their back five stack, their forward packs pretty good, yeah. and it's just their halves that we're worrying about. I'm I'm not convinced with a Tessie New and Jack Bostock left edge. No, not at all. I'm I'd have Avarillo in there, hundred percent. In, in fact, go, I would have had Farmworth on the left. And Avril yeah. on the uh, uh, yeah. Would you go new or Bostock on the wing though? You'd oh, you'd have to go Tessie, wouldn't you? Would you? Yeah, you'd have to. I, I think you need a bit of size, but okay, go Bostock. I I don't mind, but I'd have Herbie. I think suits Bostock better. I think he kind of yes. Well, you know why? Because Sarko he's just gonna he's just gonna run the ball. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Whereas exactly. Avril is more of a set play, give it up. Exactly, and I think that's what we've been saying for the whole time we've been talking about the Dolphins 17 and why we were so high on them. It's like Farnworth takes the pressure off any left winger. He's just going to take all the tough carries. He's going to get them out of trouble. He's going to be there defensively. All the left winger has to do is finish off whatever the play is. Yeah. Asako like- is the stud. He's the stud. We need Avarillo out there. Or even if you want to go Tessie New in the centers, Tessie New out there to give Asako the ball. Yeah, get him good ball because he was that good last year in open space, and he's one of the better running wingers in the competition. Like, but, why wouldn't you want him to get the ball? 
I just feel like all the reasons I was so excited about the Dolphins going into the season, it's just kind of been ripped away a little bit. I was like, yeah. really is going to be perfect next to Sarko. Mm. Barmworth will suit that left edge pretty well. Tommy Gilbert's back. He's not back anymore. That's, uh, he'll yeah, miss, that's sad. He'll miss the rest that's of the sad. year. Um, yeah, I mean, Tom Flagler will look good. I guess that's a good, that's a, uh, great, a good thing actually. for them. He looked but, great. Uh, now with Gilbert out, I think Kenny Bromwich is probably going to be the 13 this year. And I think you Ewan Aitken comes in to the second row with Kafusi. So, so you don't think it would be Lemuelu? I think Lemuelu will come off the bench. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense, though. Kenny Bromwich did play pretty well at 13 last year when he had the chance. Um, the only other option they really have is Ray Stone, which... I wouldn't count it out. Wouldn't, I, I wouldn't count it. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. count it out because he seems like a Wayne Bennett kind of player, but to me, Kenny Bromwich is definitely just a better option. So I'd have I'd have Jesse Bromwich, Flegler, Kafusi, Aiken, Kenny Bromwich, and then yeah. my bench would probably be Nikarima, Wallace, yeah. Lemuelu, Nichols. Yeah, well, I guess the injury to Gilbert makes it a little bit easier for them to fit all their players into the bench so we don't have to worry about Anyone really getting left out now, especially Jared Wallace. Yep. Um, but yeah, fr- from this game, in terms of my ladder predictions, the Dolphins' stocks have, have gone down a little bit. Yeah, they've they've flown down, actually. Well, I mean, it's so close between between some of these teams that, like, one injury, like a Tom Gilbert, can just... Well, Tom Gilbert, right. who's an origin representative, is huge. Yep. Um But yeah, I mean, I... I, I yeah, I'm not as convinced on the Dolphins as I was before the season. So, yep, me either. Um, I'm happy to get on to the next game if you are. Um, a couple. I just want to touch on a couple more things. I thought Hammer was yep. really quiet, really quiet, actually, really yep, concerningly quiet. Um, I thought. Yeah, I just thought the spine was very underwhelming. JMK was bad uh to put it bluntly yep like i and what like i don't want to i don't want to get twisted when we say someone was bad i'm not saying like they're the worst player in the nrl i'm just saying like that was to jmk standards that wasn't his greatest performance and even he would know that but like yeah the dolphins was just very underwhelming like i think even before herbie farmworth got that try like he was a bit quiet i just think yeah the warriors kind of let up a little bit on the other side of half time, let the Dolphins have a little bit of a sniff. Um, yeah, but they were really all over them. They were all over them. Yeah, a hundred percent agree. Don't have anything to add to that. Ah, uh, beautiful. Uh, moving on to Manly versus Broncos, mate. I'll let you hit this one out of the park. Uh, being the Manly faithful that you are, give us your thoughts on it, mate. Give us your thoughts on this uh, Manly absolute flogging and what it means for their season. Uh, well, the Manly Seagulls were actually leading going into about half time, and then the second half was just a bloodbath, really. Um, not a lot of first graders in this Manly side. Um, Jamie Humphreys, uh, Gordon Chanklum Tong, uh, might be fighting for the 14 jersey this season. Yeah. Uh, Sipley was there, and Brad Parker was there, but I think that's about it. Uh, same thing for the Broncos, though. Uh, Deloise Ho- uh, Hoiter and Jordan Pereira spent a little bit of time in first grade, but apart from that, not much. Mm-hmm. 
for the Seagulls, I actually don't really understand why Jamie Humphrey is transitioning to nine. Yeah. I thought he looked very good in the halves. I guess it's just because you've got Jake Arthur, Luke Brooks, DZ still going to be there like for Going a couple forward, of years. like DCE, like when he retires, what are Manly going to do? I was looking Jakey. at the off contract players around there. I don't know. We got Gordon Chankum Tong already as an up and coming nine who I like a lot. I'm just not sure Humphreys needs to be moving to nine, really. I mean, yeah, play a little bit there if he's going to be the 14 going forward. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't think he needs to be making a full-time switch by any means. Uh, I thought Brad Parker was good in the second row. Outside yep. of that, not a lot uh, for Manly uh, or Brisbane. I thought there were a few standout players in Brisbane. Um, Kurt Falls was pretty good in the halves, yep. as he always is when he comes in and shows up out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> and I thought... Um, Kalalo Saitaua, is it? I yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was really good. Um, yeah, like you said, I don't think that's too much to take out of this one. Like, once again, it's one of those Vegas games where there's really there's no one that can play. Um, but unfortunately, Manly have uh, gone from first in champions last year to 16th in the uh, preseason challenge. Yeah, we're just trying the. Reverse psychology on the preseason mm. challenge, Gus. Gotcha. I, I believe that's the plan anyway. Yeah. Uh, I want to point out Bailey Hodgson, 229 metres, 106 post contact. He was oh. very, very good. Didn't didn't really yeah. chime in on the attack too much, but just got through a lot of work at the no, back. He, he didn't really in any of the trials, but yeah, just, just gets through his work. The, the only issue with Bailey Hodgson is he's got Caller and Garrick ahead of him. In the fullback yeah. for the fullback yeah, jersey. Exactly. Um, I mean, I guess, I guess Lehman Lehman was good. I guess Lehman was good too. Um, offers you a little bit of extra wing depth. Yep. But I mean, like there's like we said, there's not really too much to read into this one. Uh, for Manly, I think it's just about, just about. Keep going, you know, just keep going, just keep making things work. Um, just keep developing those young guys, you know, keeping your systems going. Because you never know, you may need someone like a Lehman or a Hodgson to come step up during origin time or whatever may happen. So, yeah, yeah exactly. I think that's all this game is really about is just giving some of these young blokes a crack and, um, you know, just seeing what they got, seeing if they're worth persisting with or whether it's worth bringing someone else through to one of these games next year. I thought Clayton, once again, was pretty active, pretty good. Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of Clayton. Yeah. I, I thought, you know what, I think he can be a smoky to kind of push for a wing spot during the year, to be honest. Um, yeah, me too. 100% I, he will. I thought Austin Diaz as well got through a bit of work, um, made a lot of tackles. That was about it. Um, for the Broncos, though, again, not too much to take out of it. Um, like you said, Kalolo Saitaua, Saitaua, yep. uh, a try, 106 meters, 12 tackle breaks from Hooker, I believe. Yep. Um, he was great. Josh Rogers and Kurt Falls, I thought, were both pretty good. Josh Rogers, we obviously saw him last year when he came into the Broncos too. Uh, he's got a bit about him. 
Hoyta was very hard to stop. Kai Ward also had a great game, I thought. Just their whole back line except for uh, Toya, which I was very surprised about with Toya, um, but I think he may have gone off injured. Yeah, I think so. I, I believe um, he did. Because, you know, like, as it says, two metres um, didn't really do much, but obviously we will never know because the NRL doesn't update their stats. So, um, yeah, I thought everyone was quite solid for the Broncos. Sione Hopawati, too, with one try, one try assist, 158 metres, a line break, a tackle break. Um, yeah, that's really much it. Obviously, there's not too much to read into these games. So I don't know how long we can really talk about them. Um, but all that matters is the Broncos won 40 to 14, and that secured them uh, the honorable preseason title. Exactly. On to your, your uh, team now. Awesome. awesome. Dragons, you know Tigers, what? When I was at the RG, game, you were at this one, mate. When I was there, I was already thinking about, like, I just really don't want to talk about this. But I've settled down a bit after being there and being enraged, and I've come to the conclusion that it's not all as bad as I thought. No, I don't think it is. I mean, it's not ideal, but like, there's some positives to take out of it for sure. Well, here's the positives for the Dragons. They looked like a top eight team the way they were playing. Like, I know people are going to look at the scoreline and be like, the Tigers got pumped by the Dragons. But if you actually watch the game, like some of the footy the Dragons are playing, not a lot of teams would be able to stop. Like uh, Tyrell Sloan's try, Ben Hunt skips a crossfield, throws an unders ball to... Uh, uh, actually, sorry, throws the ball out to Fatale Marino, who throws an unders ball to Tyrell Sloan under the post. Like That was on the last yeah. tackle. Um, Suli was just unstoppable, just running over everyone. Ravalawa ran over like five blokes to score a try. Um, Sua looked outstanding. This is probably the fittest I've ever seen. Sua, uh, 155 meters with seven tackle breaks. Just listen to some of these tackle breaks. Uh, Suli 11, Bird 4, Ravalawa 7, uh, and Sua 7. Like, yeah, some of the, ridiculous. That, that's that's a left edge. That's a left edge. Suli, Ravalawa, and Sua breaking a combined yeah. uh, 25 tackles. Between the three of them. <laughs> so they're going to be very tough Far to stop. Out. They're going to be very tough to stop. Um, oh all round over, uh, over uh, 130 metres. I thought Lomax was solid enough, but again, he's just wasted on the wing. Like, yeah. I don't know. I understand. Like, even Jack Bird was good, but I just don't understand why you put someone like Lomax on the wing, take him away from the ball. Um, I tell you what. The addition of Luciano Lelua is very interesting to me because their full pack was actually very solid. DeBellum was outstanding. Uh, he's just going to slot straight in for Eisenhose. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Um, but DeBellum was great. Molo was – Francis Molo was great. Michael Molo was very active. Fatala Mariner, wow. He looked very good. The stats won't show that, but he was great. Um, I thought Tui Pilotu came on and he was pretty good as well. Uh, pretty active, so I'm, I don't think there's anything to think about. I think their back line's kind of set in stone, but at least they got a, a good option there to come in and fill a gap if they need to. Um, the Couchman boys is, is is a bit odd. They seem to have kind of fallen out of a little bit of favour, given yeah, some have. of the people that are playing over them, which is which is a bit odd. I thought they were, especially Toby, they were very uh, decent last year. Dragons and their juniors. Who knows what they're going to do with them? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. Um. Viliami Fafita didn't get much burn. Same as Murdoch Basilla. Marshkey played in the New South Wales Cup game, so interesting to see whether he gets that utility spot. 
Um, but yeah, I would be putting Michael Milo onto that bench for sure. Find a spot for him. His leg speed around that middle is just outstanding. Outstanding. I thought yep. Little as well. Little bum fiddle, uh, as as your special guest Matt Ruff on here like to say. Um, he was awesome. He was really good when he was on. So they better hope that injury is not too serious. I don't. I don't think it is. Two to four weeks. Two to four weeks. Okay. So Malizen probably starts round one. I think he's racing to be fit for round one. Yeah, but Malizen probably starts two to four weeks. Yeah. Doesn't sound like he's fit for round one. Yeah, possibly. Uh, they're halves. A lot of people gave criticism to Shane Flanagan, including us. But their halves were great. They managed that game fantastically. Kyle Flanagan actually did take a lot of the management pressure off of Ben Hunt. Yep. Def- definitely saw it more this game than I did last game. Yeah. They were great. Their halves were great. Like, no no complaints about them or whatever. Uh, whatever people were saying, that's on hold for another week. They were very good. And they gelled very well together, um, which I think was a lot of people's main concern is how can you have two sevens on the park at the same time? Fit like a glove to me. And they looked pretty solid in both the trials. Yep. Nah, I'm I'm 100% with you. Uh, For your team, I Mm. thought there were some pretty good centers. I thought Buller was good as always. Easy. Um, Your middle forwards... Stefano, 18 yep. runs, 187 metres. Clemmer, 18 runs, 150 metres. Seyfarth, 18 runs, 138 metres. Yeah. Uh, Galvin took 16 runs when he came on. I know he played... Uh, did a he play a bit six. of centre as well? Yeah, yeah, a lot of six, a bit of centre. Shifted to centre, played a bit of back row. Pole, like 15 runs. Pole was outstanding. They're oh, all my days. Insane amounts of runs, which I thought was very, very good. I thought Galvin looked... Incredible. Do you just lock and load him as the 14? Yeah. I think you, the only issue is attack at the moment. Um, and I, not and I've only a... your goal line attack. Mm. Specifically, I think as soon as you get down there, it just seems like we roll you want to throw one-out balls. It's, it's ridiculous. It's like, Clemmer, there you go. Barge into Here, the... Here's Stefano, Stefano running unders. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Safe path. Here you go. Here's a hit up. Oh, we're on third tackle. Um, we're not in a good position. Okay. Um, IPAP coming here for a hit up. Uh, fourth, fourth. Okay, let's probably just get to the fifth. Um, all right. Fourth. Luck. Abby, run and then just hit, pass hand it, it off to Clemmer and then Clemmer will pass to the outside. It's just like, bro, that was what was doing my head in. But, but lucky we recorded this podcast on a Tuesday, so I've had a lot of time to think about what the issue was. Go on. It's Seyfarth. And it's not him personally. No, 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 no. It's not him personally. It's not him, the player. It's the 13. He doesn't ball play at all. And I know your team needs a ball playing 13. Do they need a ball playing 13? Oh, my days, Jared. Yes, they do. This team literally would thrive off second phase play. This team would thrive off a half bit sitting at second receiver, but they can't. And that's why so, they have so, so many one-hour runs. No, no, no. Justin Matamua. Justin Matamua, please. Round two, Justin Matamua, please. I'm begging you. This is Benji's first big test because it was so evident to me. Like, I went back and watched it on the TV, right? And I was like, 
I actually understand now why our attack's so clunky. It's because we don't right. have a ball. I'm gonna go one. back and watch this game again. You need to a go second back. time because I'm the three keep times. Keep an eye on Alex Safarth and see see what I think. The three times Safarth went to ball play, one of the balls hit the ground. One he hit Sullivan in an absolute blind spot. He passed Sullivan, who had to turn his back to catch the ball and got crunched. And the other one was just a nothing ball. It was to a front rower. Clemmer shouldn't be ball playing. His whole his whole role should just be hit ups. Same as Stefano. Um, yep. Matamua in there is literally a six who came through and was just too big. So they put him at 13. He came on and literally played nine for a few games last year, which, I, again, I didn't understand. Um, but he needs to be there. He needs to be there. Matamua needs to be there. Um, I, I don't know if you remember, but last year, we didn't have a ball playing lock at any point. Matamua started against Manly, and I think that was the first time he started all year. Uh, we had a few games with Bateman at 13, a few games with Bloor at 13, a few games with Joe O at 13, and a few games with Fanua Bolle, which was majority of the games at 13. And I think we had a yep. safe half game in there somewhere. Like, you, yep. that's there's no ball playing there. As much as people want to think Joe, John Bateman can be a ball playing lock, he's run first, which he should be. He should be run first. That's who John Bateman is. Sean Bloor is not a lock. Like, uh, so I think Matamua is really the only solution if this team yep. wants to grow because the way they want to play is is very eyes up. They want to play eyes up, but you can't play eyes up if you don't have the option to go out the back and make something happen. Like the time, I, look, honestly, I'm not against starting Galvin in round one, but I just don't think it's possible when you have two more experienced halves come round, sorry, round two, but for our first game. Man, if it gets to like five games through and we're struggling in attack again, you just got to do it because our attack looks so much better with Galvin there. Yep, 100% agree. So, yeah, I think you, if you really want to find some stuff out, go back and watch that game again. Just watch Safarth and watch how Appy's got to kind of change the way he's playing to accommodate for basically having three front rowers on the field. And I, yep. I would bring Safarth off the bench. I just don't think he can play 13. He wouldn't be my option at 13 yep. at all. Fair call. But who knows? So, uh, Matt Moore wasn't injured and he wasn't um, not favoured. I believe he has a baby on the way. So that's why he was missing out in trial games. Benji yep. was giving him the weeks off. Yeah, fair enough. Happy to wrap that one up there. Yeah, bro, sweet. All right, on to the Canberra Raiders versus the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, some things I want to point out straight away. I think Ethan Strange has got to be the six going forward. All right, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I thought I thought he was very good. I thought he was better in attack, and I thought his defense on Highland Lukey, especially in the first half, was insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if there's, if there's many NRL sixes that could defend like that. No, he was outstanding. Lucky to get off without a suspension, though, with that uh, yeah. tackle. I was thinking about this earlier. A grand fine for someone who's not playing in the NRL yet. Yeah. Like 20 years he, of age. Is he in top 30? Lot. Yeah, he is. So he's on 100K. Oh, okay. There you go. Not too bad, then. <laughs> Didn't know that was a rule. Um, I think the minimum contract's 150 now, the cap going up, isn't it? Far out. Okay. Didn't think it was that much. Uh, Zach Hosking yeah. got some minutes. I thought he, he was okay. Good. 
snapped a few blokes. I yeah. got the old green machine fired up. Yeah, uh, it didn't get too many minutes though, so I can't really uh, read too much into that. Uh, hopefully, he's on the bench. I don't want to see Nick Kotrick at 16 without a Zach Hosking on the bench. So... Hey, Nick Kotrick clash, crash play though. Got him a try. Yeah, um, I thought the Raiders were better than what I was actually expecting them to be mm. against the full-strength Cowboys. I know in the second half, the Cows kind of ran over them, but especially the first half, I thought uh, the Raiders were quite good. A lot better than yep. what I thought they'd look like. Yep. Definitely some encouraging signs there. And Fogarty will bring a lot more stability uh, to their team. Um, yep. I think that's probably definitely what they were lacking. A few of the last tackle options, they were just like not in position or they just weren't organized. And I think Fogarty obviously being the seven that he is fixes a lot of that up without any issue. So, yeah, I wouldn't yep. be too concerned. Yep. Uh, for the Cowboys... Drinkwater thought he was insane. Uh, yeah. Uh, especially his ball playing. Um, mm. Far out when he's on it, he, he can just rip teams to shreds. If he if he can do yeah. like if he can do this, start to do this week in, week out on a consistent basis, he, he's right up there with the best fullbacks. Bro, I think he's actually the third best fullback in the current. Oh wow, okay. I think cool. it's I don't Pongo, Walsh, Drinkwater right now. Because the trolls beat up and down. Teddy was out of form. I, You know me and my Dylan Edwards. Um, and I don't hate Dylan Edwards, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think he gives you what people... Like Gutho, right? Gutho and Dylan Edwards, I think, are similar players. Gutho won't make the same matters, but they got the same profile, right? But Gutho just does so much more like than Dylan Edwards, in my opinion. Anyway, we're not getting into that. Okay. Um, yeah. For me, for me, um, Drinkwater, third best fullback in the comp. And I think if he's on this year, the Cowboys will go pretty far. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Thomas McKayley as well, someone mm. I want to point out. Everyone's been talking about him uh, yeah. from this game. Look, we don't like to see anyone get injured with Cohen Hess, but I think Thomas McKayley's timed this trial game very, very well. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. I think he'll be in the seventeen. He's just been elevated to the top 30 as well. I've just seen that. Yeah, I just saw that too. Yeah, that's shout uh, out. Thank you, Cowboys News. That's where I saw that. I think 100% um, he's going to be in, in that 17. Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> I think you're right, um, especially with the injury of Cohen Hess. He'll be out for the year now. Um, someone cannonballed him. I can't remember who it was. but um, yeah, I saw that. They got nothing, did they? And there was nothing... And we'll we'll get to that in the next game too because I picked the three-week suspension tackle and they didn't do anything about it except put him on a report. I wonder why that yep. is because Vegas is coming up. Um, but anyway, I thought, yeah, um, a lot of good signs from the Cowboys. Felt probably won't get dropped now after that performance. Um, mm-hmm. I think he was, he was great. Him and Drinkwater obviously have some sort of combination out there which... I don't think it matters who you put out there, to be honest. I think Drinkwater is going to make it work with them. But uh, I thought Holmes looked very underwhelming. Got shredded by Timoko, who was great. Timoko yep. was outstanding. Um, but yeah, I think Val Holmes, he got he got shredded a couple times. Laybutt, for me, was very solid. Um, very encouraging signs from him. I don't think Vilea gets a look in now. I think that's Laybutt's spot uh, to keep me for too. a while. Didn't and Townsend were a bit underwhelming for me. Um, 
didn't really do much. It was a lot of drink water moving that attack around. Yep. I'm with you. And yeah, I don't know. Didn't didn't do much to me. I thought Taumalolo was a bit underwhelming. Um, I thought both the back rowers, like you mentioned, Luki, but uh, I thought Nanai was well, Nane was pretty active as well. Um, I thought Cotter as Cotter too, obviously in limited minutes, but I thought he looked good. Um, for Super Coach players, I think Granville coming on at nine is a bit of a is a bit of a concern. You'd want Robson to be playing 80 if you're taking him to super coach, but I'm not sure how many people are actually taking him. Um, but yeah, overall, pretty solid by the Cowboys. I was a bit concerned by their slow start, which is exactly what happened last year. They started super slow. So I think that would be my main concern. But yeah, I thought both teams were pretty solid. Both teams definitely were pretty solid. Yeah, me too. Uh, on to the final game of the round, Parramatta Reels versus Gold Coast Titans. Thoughts? Mm. I think the scoreline flatters the Titans a bit. Yeah. I thought Parramatta were uh, Well, I thought that while I was watching it, I thought Parramatta were very dominant. They look really, really good. Doesn't Penasini really, really look good. big? He, he looks bro, huge. He looked sick. He looked so good. I thought Russell looked very good as well. I considered very him good. for Supercoach. Who? Just based on that for Penasini. I had him last year, bro. I know, but like looking at that game, I was like, far out. Maybe he could be a pod play. I didn't end up yeah. doing it, but I was thinking yeah. that if he was like 596K or something, I would have done it. Well, Richard as well, his little brother's a left center. And yeah, now he's on his ACL for this year, but he's only young. He's only young. Yep. He's about 18, 19. I think he's a real chance. I think it's a real chance that they have Penasini, Penasini at uh, center combination. Um, in the coming future, I thought Moses and Brown were really good. Um, Moses, especially, I thought his kicking game looked very good uh, early. Gutho was a little quiet, little quiet, but again, I don't think it's anything to be concerned about. If you're a para fan, you were kind of rolling the Titans, and that was really the best that they're going to give you without Kieran Foran. Uh, yep. Bryce Cartwright, jeez. But yeah. one man, one man at number thirteen. Probably playing the match, man of the match, in my opinion. Man, he looked different. Like he looked better than he did last year. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. He's ball playing is very, very good. He came through the grades as a nine. Um yeah. He's he, he runs hard. He tackles hard. Good support player. 226 meters, three offloads, 31 tackles with only one miss. Yeah. Who do you think won the nine battle? Or do you reckon they'll carry two? I think they'll carry four forwards on the bench. No, I reckon hands. Yeah. But, uh, well, this game, debatable, but I think hands just provided that bit more upside uh, from that Raiders trial. And I... I was leaning that way anyway. I have a feeling yep. it might be Lusick though. You reckon? Just a bit more. Yeah. He's just a bit solid. Bit more solid. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. More okay, used to playing sense. eighty as well. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought both Campbell Gillard and Bolo were pretty good. I think Junior Junior was a little bit up and down, but I think he'll be fine. Obviously, it's only a trial. Still ran for one hundred twenty-four meters. Still had his two offloads. 
Regan obviously grabbed a try. Uh, Sean Lane, are you a bit concerned about Kelmer stealing some of his minutes? Nah, I reckon um, I reckon Maddo will play middle. Yeah. And I think Kelmer will take uh, Cardi's minutes. Really? Yeah. So you think Sean Lane's 80 minutes? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But I, uh, w- I wouldn't be surprised if Kelman yeah. took playing his minutes. Well, he looks good. He looks good, like, in that para jersey. He, he's, looked play- he's looked like he's playing some inspiring footy. Uh, inspired, I should say, not inspiring. Um, maybe inspiring to some, but he looks really good. He looks energised. Um, obviously, there was no Widamu Greg. There was no Joe Offhand Gowie in these trials. Um Oh, Greg obviously played last week, sorry, but in this trial. Um, yeah, obviously, Maddo will slot onto the bench. So, your bench right now is probably what? Maddo, Greg, Joe, Kelma? Kelma, yep. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, back five was great. Now, Sivo. Sivo. Who comes in? Oh, I think bro, Dunst, they'll come in. Yeah. I didn't even realize Gutho ran for 184 meters. Jeez. I didn't realize. Yeah, he's just in much. everything. You don't realize I know, it. It's cooked. I Until didn't you really that sit much. down and analyze Gutho, you don't realize it. Yeah. So you. So You're obviously so we put the, we put the post out earlier saying Harper will probably get in. That was our Eels fans' opinion. I'm I'm not fussed. I can't way see Harper playing on the wing. I'm not fussed either way who comes in. To be honest, I think Harper could do a job on the wing. Like I think he's going to do as think much as if Dunster. Harper comes in, Simonson will go to the wing, which is not what I wanted. Well, that, that was my but thought. I think it'll just be Dunster. If Harper comes in, Simonson goes out, I don't mind it, but I, I can't see Harper lining up on the wing. Well, he did He did play a little bit. Uh, obviously, he played in the centres when he came on, but um, I think I think it's a, it's a coin toss, to be honest. Yeah. It's only going to cool. be it's only going to be for 3 weeks, really. Like and the the Eels don't have the toughest draw to start the year either. Like they start with the Bulldogs yep. in round 1, um which I believe that's at home, so it's not going to be a struggle for them. Um then they go into the Panthers, which I mean, that's going to be tough anyways, but then they go into Manly. So they can probably afford to go Harper if they really wanted to. You know, maybe you go half of round one. If you can't execute the Bulldogs, you bring Dunster in. I don't think it's really a huge problem. I think the uh, underrated little option, though, is Blaze Talangi to come in. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Might be a bit too early, I think. You reckon? Yeah. And he'd have to come in at centre, I reckon. All right. Fair plays. Um, so, yeah. Okay. All right. No problem. I think that does us for trials. Uh, Parra, do you reckon they'll make the eight this year after what you've seen? I, I'm almost locking them in. I'm going to be doing my ladder tonight, but I'm pretty much locking oh, them in. They're going to be eighth or ninth for me. Eighth or ninth. I'm going to go six to eight range. I think they'll be in the last couple of spots, but I think they just got the team to be there this year. Yep. Back healthy. They could easily finish top four. But I'm oh, just yeah. saying, squad to do that. I, I'm still deciding who I want as that last spot. My eight. Well, I think a lot of I think um, that hooking position is going to have a lot to do with it. It's going to yep. have a lot to do with it. Yep. All right. All right. Shall we move on to the Vegas team list for round zero? Now I know you've got a dip, so we're just going to quickly discuss Manly's team before you go. 
Um, and then uh, I'll, I'll take the rest. No surprises with the back five. Tommy Trebojevic at fullback, Saab and Paulo on the wing. He gets it over Vega. Uh, Kula will be on the left with Ruben Garrick on the right for the centers. Uh, Brooks and DCE are the halves. Taniela Paseca and Josh Aloye do start. I had a feeling this could happen, but I would have preferred Jerbo at prop. Lachlan Coker is the nine with Olakowatu and Ben Trebojevic uh, as the second rowers. Uh, Jake is the lock. Carl uh, Lawton, 14, uh, with Corey Waddell, Ethan Bullymore, and Nathan Brown on the bench. Is that what you would have picked? Um, I would have picked Jerbo, Prop, Nathan Brown start with LIA on the bench, but I don't I think mind it. I think you'll probably see that during the game anyways, to be honest. Possibly, yeah. Um, look, we're without Sipley, we're without Lodge, so there's two middles to come back. Yeah, uh, you could argue. So, so they take the spot of what Waddell and Bullymore, Waddell and Alia. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and then it just depends from there. I I reckon Carl Lawton is being taken to Vegas more because it's. I think it's going to be a grinded out game round one. Yeah. Fields are smaller. Yeah, I I think Carl Lawton could be. A bench second rower. So you think it's if more I'm being you, honest. So you think it's more of a four forward bench than it is with the utility and three forwards? Yep. Yeah. I think in this game Lawton will give Croker a spell. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised if we come back to Australia and you see Humphreys or Gordon yeah. and that forward. No, I agree. I, I think that definitely Because I'm not convinced with Schuster coming off the bench. No, I don't yeah. But that's like what I said in our post before. Is like Ben Chaboyage, this is his chance to cement that spot. Like if he comes oh, out yeah. and kills it, shows that he can defend at a high level, I mean, you can't drop him, can you? And then it makes it yep. hard. Like, would you even consider running Schuster at 14? No. He's just got to be a straight second row now. Yep. Okay. Yeah, well, very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. Oh, I just stuff. want so, to give Croker that, that spell. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I just don't think this is going to be too fast of a game uh, in Vegas. I think it's going to be a lot of grinded out footy. I think it's going to be a lot of, um, yeah, just a lot of back and forth. I don't think there's going to be too many points scored. Mate, this is probably the game where the, this is probably the game where the least points will be scored. I think there's more chance of points to be scored in that Roosters Broncos game. Yep, 100% agree. You I'll leave quick... you to do the rest. Yep. Okay. I'm sorry, I, I got a dip, lads. Um, I, I'll give you my tips real quick. Yeah. Manly one to twelve. Hey. And I go Roosters one to twelve. Is that a blind pick? You haven't even seen their team. Nah, I, I just took. A you just glanced through it. Quick. Okay. Uh, it'll be interesting. Just real quick, it'll be very interesting to see between C.Y. Wong and Satili Tupanua, which one of them's playing eighty minutes. So you're going Manly one to twelve and Roosters, and Roosters one to twelve. One to twelve. Yep. All right, bro, no problem. You go take care of yourself. I'll take care of the rest of these team lists. All and, right, um, legends. See you later on during the week, yeah? All right. All right, boys. All right, Stay bro. blessed. We'll be back. <laughs> later, bro. All right. I may sound a little bit different, a little bit less muffled. Um, Jared obviously had to go. No idea where he had to go, but he had to go. So I'm just going to quickly solo through these team list Tuesday uh, lineups. Obviously, we already took you through Manly's uh, team. 
for South. Latrell gets to start at fullback. Of course, Alex Johnson and Jacob Gagai are the wingers. Uh, Isaiah Tass and Richard Kenner at the centre. So Gagai jags at wing spot. Kenner jags at centre spot. Um, Cody Walker and Lockie Elias are the hard. So Walker, he was in a bit of doubt for Vegas. Um, he's been named there. Obviously, just because he's named doesn't mean he'll play. Um, it's interesting to check out the reserves, though, and you see Dean Hawkins at number 24. So um, they're probably carrying him in case of a Cody Walker uh, issue. Uh, in the forwards, the front row is Tavita Tudola and Sean Kepi, who this is his revenge game. Um, very interested to see his workload, his minutes, kind of what, what, what uh, type of minutes we're looking at for him, whether he plays 40, 50, 60. I doubt it. They've, they've got Tom Burgess and Davi Moali on the bench. So they've also got Jairo who can move into the front row if need be. Uh, Damian Cook is obviously the hooker. Uh, Kaon Kalom, Tungy, and Jai Arrow are the back row. The only difference there is that they are now playing on the opposite edge. Uh, Keon will be playing on the left. Jai Arrow will be playing on the right. Cam Murray is at lock and the captain. Uh, 14 is Saliva Havili. Uh, he has won it over Peter Mamazelis. And a bit similar to what Jared was saying about Vegas in terms of Carl Lawton, um, I think Mamazelis will be, get, be getting kept out uh, just due to probably the defensive nature of the game in Vegas and the small fields, whatnot. Um, yeah, and I think Havili, obviously more experienced, a bigger body. I think he's probably the better option there. Uh, the bench rounds out with Jacob Host, Davy Miley, and Tom Burgess. So Talis Duncan misses out completely uh, after a lot of the talk in the offseason was that he would be starting in the back row. Um, and Shaq Mitchell also misses out, who I think a lot of people expected him to be named in that bench as well. Um, not a lot... Um, surprising here. Probably Talis Duncan missing out is the most surprising thing, uh, but Sean Kepi was already pretty much locked into that side um, despite any other kind of conversations. Um, the outside backs do interest me a lot. They're going to be running uh, against Manly with Richard Kenner and Jacob Gagai edge. Um, a lot's going to be going through that left, which comes up against uh, Garrick and Saab, I believe. Um, so, Cola and Paulo will be the edge that will be up against the... No, 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 no. Sorry, I backtracked that. Paulo and Cola will be running up against Kenar and Gagai, and Johnson and Tass will be facing off against Saab and Garrick. Pardon me, I got my uh, edges mixed up. Yeah, um, I think this might be a little bit of a, a day out for one Tolutau Kola. Um, I think it's a it's a really big shot for him to kind of let us know where he's at in his development. Um, but yeah, I think both teams look pretty solid on paper. I think South kind of have the pack game one. I know Jared's got Manly 1-12, to but I'm going to go South Sydney 1-12. to I think they're going to get it done, um, despite not having Jack White or Tyrone Munro uh, or the likes of those kind of guys in the team. I think they will get it done. Now, if Cody Walker does get ruled out, I'll be backing Manly. But as of right now, I'm going to be backing South Sydney. I will be watching. Oh, pardon me. I will be watching for Luke Brooks, though. I'm very excited to see how he goes. He is now a superstar of the media, apparently. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty excited to see how he goes. Moving on to the Roosters and the Broncos really, really quickly. Uh, James Tedesco is the fullback with Daniel Tupo and Joseph Swali'i 
uh, on the wing. Billy Smith and Joey Manu are the centers. Kieran Walker are the halves. Spencer Lenu gets the start. That is very interesting. We're going to come back to that in a second uh, alongside Lindsay Collins with Brandon Smith at nine. The second row is a Siwa Wong and Satili Tupanua, which again, we're going to come back to in a second with Victor Radley at 13. The 14, which we'll come back to in a second, is Sandon Smith, followed by now Fahu White, Nat Butcher, and Terrell May rounding out the bench. So Egan Butcher, um, Connor Watson, and Angus Crichton are all in the reserves. Spencer Lenu starting, I think that's thrown a lot of people. Um, I think a lot of people expected him to come in and just keep playing that bench role. I think Terrell May is good enough to start, uh, but obviously Robbo likes the fit of Lenu a bit more. Uh, personally, probably would have gone... Terrell May too, uh, given the fact Lenu hasn't played a game this preseason because he's been over in Vegas, but I don't know, maybe that means he's adjusted to the climate or something, I don't know, I'm not really a big weather guy like that. Um, Joey Manu is there, there was a bit of concern that he was going to miss out um, on Vegas, but he has travelled up there, uh, I believe it was today or maybe even yesterday, and he's there training, so he will be available uh, for Vegas. On the bench, I think this is a big talking point the bigger talking point before we get to that second row spot. Sandon Smith over Connor Watson. Now, I don't know if they're just trying to ramp Connor Watson up back to full fitness, but I did say Sandon Smith as my 14 before Jared reminded me of Connor Watson, but, you know, I'll take that on the, I'll take that anyways. You know, I picked that. That's my take. Um, but no, I do like a lot of the things that Sandon Smith offered them um, during the finals last year and leading up to that finals and that big run that they went on. Now, Fahu White, I love that he got rewarded with a bench spot. Um, he's solid week in, week out, man. And yeah, I think he's a really big player, a very underrated player for these, this Roosters team. Uh, Nat Butcher coming off the bench, I think, is just because we haven't seen him too often in trials. Um, maybe has been carrying a little bit of an injury, but yeah, I, I, I think he may come back into that starting lineup eventually. Um, and Terrell May, obviously, is there. Now, you really got to work on fitting JWH back into this team somehow. I don't know who it's in place of, but it, it, he's got to be in there. Um, these back rowers, Siwa Wong, Satili Tupanua. I like that combination. I wouldn't even change that, regardless of that butcher ramping his fitness up. I think they're the two best back rowers at the club in current form. In current form. In terms of reputation, I think it's totally the opposite. I think it's Nat Butcher and Angus Crichton, but obviously they're both... One of them is not playing up to scratch. One of them is kind of probably still ramping up their fitness, so I don't hate it. I actually love it. Um, I think they're probably primed to, yeah, make it, make a big run. Make a big run uh, in this second row spot. I think they're going to lock it down. Um, now, Nat Butcher obviously was outstanding for the Roosters last year. When I say current form, I'm saying in the last couple of games, the last couple of weeks that we've seen, they've both been great. Um, I think Satili Tupanua is a very underrated player. Uh, I remember when the Knights were offered Dom Young, well, offered to trade Dom Young for Satili Tupanua, uh, and they declined, I think. I thought, well, yeah, so I would have taken that deal, but who am I? Who am I? You're losing him anyway, but. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't think actually I would have taken that deal. So excuse me for that. Uh, but Siwa Wong, huge future in the game. Huge future in the game. Um, I like that Robert was trusting him early. I thought he had a great final series last year. Uh, I think the only way is up for him, to be honest. So I really, really like this Roosters team. Really big fan of this Roosters team. Uh, moving on to the Broncos. Reese Walsh is obviously the fullback. Jesse Arthurs and Dean Mariner are the wingers. Now, Corey Oates misses out. Um, we'd heard a lot of word that Corey Oates was... He's pretty good to go. D Marin has been locked in for a while. 
um, was between Arthur's and Oates, and obviously Arthur's has pipped him. I thought that's rightly so. Arthur's played a very good grand final last year and was very, very reliable for them every single game last year um, with it being a new position to him. So maybe him being a bit more comfortable will take him to another level. But yeah, I think Arthur's 100% deserved to be there. And Mariner, of course, I think he's the best young gun at the club at the moment. So I think he's got a huge future in the game as well. In the centres, Katoni Staggs and Selwyn Cobbo. We'll get to see a... a it's going to be a great test for Cobbo uh, to see how he goes. He's going to be matched up against Joey Manu. So you want to talk about getting thrown straight into the deep end? There, there you go. One of the hardest centers to defend in our competition. So um, it'll be a big test for Cobbo. I think he can kind of stand up to it. But yeah, him and Arthur's are really going to have a step up. I assume Arthur's going to be playing on, on the left. So they're really going to have a lot on their plate. Ezra Mam, Adam Reynolds, other halves. Adam Reynolds obviously recently extending. Um, one of the best half combinations of the comp. What else can we say about that? They picked themselves. Corey Jensen's partner's Payne Haas, which I called in our Broncos season review preview, what, three months ago. Um, I really, really like Corey Jensen. Really like Corey Jensen. I think he offers a lot to this football team. Um, and I think he's... He can he won't replicate what Flegler did last year, but he'll he'll get you some very solid minutes. Um, Billy Walters obviously at nine. Brendan Piakura has been named. There was a lot of talk he was going to miss round one, but um, he's he's in. He's there uh, alongside Jordan Ricky, who picks himself. Pat Carrigan obviously picks himself at thirteen two. Tyson Smoothie's the fourteen. A lot of people were campaigning for Blake Moser or even Tristan Saylor. Um, he was there in the grand final as well and has never failed to do a good job. So I think rightly so, he gets his spot back. Uh, Fletcher Baker on the bench. I think a lot of people thought he had missed out on selection. Um, a lot of people have been saying, oh, I've heard that Fletcher Baker won't be there in round one, but he's there, so you're all wrong. Um, Hetherington, 16, love him. I think he's... If Pickerel wasn't fit, I'd have him at 13 and carry again in the back row, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, but Hetherington, I think, is a really, really underrated player and makes a huge impact for this Broncos team, especially in the absence of Palisea. Um, I think he's going to be really great off the bench for them. Alongside Xavier Willison. Now, he is, well, he's very much one to watch. Ben Dobbin had reported last night or earlier this morning that it was going to be Marty uh, over Willison. I mean, a lot of people bought it. I was just going to kind of wait to see what happened. But, yeah, Willison's there. I think his his preseason form was too good not to have him in there. Um, and you've got to reward these young blokes because you've got to try and build their confidence up. I think he's going to rip in in Vegas. He's got a big body and a big motor. As long as he stays on the field and stays injury-free, I think we're looking at the next star forward of our game, to be honest. Uh, he's very similar to a Spencer Lendu, actually, so that would be a very interesting battle. Uh, the reserves are Corey Oates, Jock Madden, Tristan Saylor, Martin Tapau, and Jaden Hunt. Now, there was rumoured also that Jaden Hunt had locked himself down a bench spot, but I don't think he did himself too many favours in trials. Yeah, and obviously he pulled out late in that Broncos game um, in the preseason challenge, I believe. I don't remember seeing him out there, but maybe I'm wrong. Because me and Jared were definitely talking about saying like, oh, he's, he's just not going to Vegas. But because we had heard that he'd locked down a bench spot, but... Yeah, I don't think he played. Yeah, he, he he wasn't there. So he was. He's in Vegas now. He's on that extended bench. Very interested to see this game. I am gonna go. I am gonna go the Broncos one to twelve. I think they've got the pack. I think they've got the pack to kind of get it done. Um, and I think they've got the halves to manage this game too. And I know people are saying these games are gonna be kind of grinded out, but I think Reese Walsh and Ezra Man will kind of blow it open a little bit. Um. 
yeah, that's that's really all my thoughts on that one. Interesting, interesting set of, set of games. Only two team lists this week, obviously oh, four, but two teams. Um, I think it's going to be a cracking weekend of footy. I'm very, very excited to watch and find out. You know, not really so much excited for Vegas, but just excited to have footy back. Um, and yeah, very keen to rip in, rip into some more pods this year. Um, shout out all yous for supporting us over the last couple of weeks. We're getting there. We're growing our following. So yeah, it's been hectic, but um, I appreciate you all for listening in. Um, stay blessed. We'll be back on whatever day we're going to be start doing our season previews. They'll only be short. They won't be like a one episode every week kind of thing. They'll be like 10 minutes an episode or something. So, um, yeah, hectic. All right. I appreciate you all for listening. Um, shout out to you all for, yeah, being guns. I appreciate you all listening again. Sorry, Jared, I had to dip early. I mean, I know I'm, I know I'm the better presenter anyways, but it's calm, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, we'll get this out to you as soon as possible. So, big love to all of you and uh, get keen for Vegas. Yeah, cheers. And apologies, I sound like absolute poo.